All right. right. All right. So, so now we are going to move on to the worst, boy. Yeah. The worst movies of 2017. Right. So I have to give myself a little breather here because I've been talking about rap for like about a whole hour. Yeah. So you have some notable failures. Right. I, okay. So for me, this year it was kind of weird. It was just the. I have outright bad, but uh, there's a lot of bad I just straight up avoided and just didn't worry to watch or waste my time over. But I have bad I was like, wait, I thought that'd be good and it was a waste of time and a complete mess. And then I have the noble failures. Stuff that was bad, yes, but it had things that should it, it, it could have easily changed in the edit or a simple reshoot could have probably fixed it, but just the product we get was a mess. Right. So when you were to start off with the notable failures? The bad. I'll start with the bad. Straight up bad. Stuff right. that was just yeah. hot mess. Hot, hot mess. mess. Hot mess. All right. So, my bad, my bad list. Geostorm. Hated oh, 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 it. Oh, oh, you saw that. Saw that. Hated I, I it. Was, I was about to go to, to see the night match and then skip somebody it. stopped me. I was skip like, it. Whoa. Stop. Yeah. Skip stop. It. Skip it. Stop. It's a hot mess. It's fun in some ways, but jeez, boy. And God damn it. It's from the same guy who gave us pretty much the problem with it is, is pretty much the death of our franchise. That whole big disaster franchise. Yeah. It's, this is the end. I can't see anyone being made. I really you have hope. shows like 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 Shark, you know, pretty much putting right. fun and right. It's, it's, yeah, time, it's, it's, it's time for it to die. To, to, and to it was die. a it was a hot mess, total nonsense. I mean, I, it's somebody in our conversation was saying they're liking it. I was wondering if they was trolling me. <laughs> Just a test, man. Whatever. Like like dumb fun liking it or no? There, there is I, genuine like for one, like they genuinely liked it. So I was like, alright, whatever. Okay, but what was the problem with it? It was just boring. It was no, just... no, yeah, it was totally incoherent. Again, all the problems I hate about those movies, but just the absolute worst of everything in it. Strip, okay, I, I script see. didn't work. Um, Gerard Butler was just gro- you know ingratiatingly annoying in this. Whoa. Holy crap! Um, again, the, the plot plot elements is like, Ugh, okay, really? Why? Right, right. Whatever. Next, Batman and Harley Quinn. Woo! That is a that, This movie pissed me off, Gerard. I can't believe they effed this up so badly. Is that, listen, Batman and Harley Quinn have decent chemistry, especially if you're going with the Bruce Timm DCAU approach. Yes. But, oh no, um, Bruce Timm baby, what is you doing? This was a yeah, mess. Um, didn't work, wasn't funny, um, fell flat, a bunch of dumb plot elements and plot, plot things in it. Most and, of which were painful yeah, to watch. Yeah, and it was just a mess. This did not work. Um, Script, I just, I just hated it. Just, just did. Script, what script? It was yeah, that's all over the goddamn place. It was a place. series of moments, like, like, yeah. like I said in my review. There's a moment where Harley has Batman go on a car chase to yes. find a fella. Yeah, because that fella stood her up in prom years. Yeah, ago. and then it, it, then it had a, then it had, it had just bad animation overall. Um, yeah, and, little, and then a moment with, with the, with the performance. Yeah. In the bar. And I, like I said in my review, I tell myself, oh, you're just going to hear it in the background nah. while stuff going No, nah. you Take hear up the old song start and end, and then you get yeah. to another song. Yeah, this long running. And the, animation, the animation was pretty bad. So yeah. I, I hated this. Um, well, we reviewed this recently. You reviewed it recently, but I have to talk about it. Underworld. Yeah. Blood Wars. Blood Wars. Rubbish. <laughs> hated it. Total mess. I mean, look, I love Kevin Grievo to death. I love the guy to death. But, dude, this, this was a slug in our law and world building. Just oh, did boy. not work. Hated it. Moving on. Um, speaking of world building and stuff that should have been good, but was just a hot mess, Valerian and City. Oh, stuff. okay. That okay. did not work. I, I, I was a little fear to it because at least it made a little bit of effort, but no, yeah, it, it, I, it I, had I its, no, it had its moments. I'll, I'll yeah. give it that. Especially that opening intro sequence, but now nah, it yeah, just but I see what I mean. it, it fell flat. It didn't work. Flat. Total. Especially with, with the lead. Like, yeah. He is not convincing at all as, right. as Valerian. 
these three movies are gonna put a just i just gonna talk about these three movies as one because it's just a big goddamn blur and a hot mess and not worth talking about but i actually don't put it on my list but whatever i had to mention it still transformers <laughs> pirates of the caribbean Ooh. and the mummy Ah yes, all the big this big budget, this this basically this yeah this this trifecta of, of dog crap, um hated all these movies. All of them fail for roughly the same reason, which is this big bloated lack of foresight. All of them suffer from the same cancer, especially the mummy. Yeah, holy crap! And I actually watched the, the, yeah, the mummy as well. I too. can't believe this was um, like I, I I expected it to be okay. But here, look, just give it to Blum, Blumhouse, one of these guys who just actually would A, give a shit, and then B, actually not waste so much goddamn cash on this mess. Yeah. Right? So you notice... And, uh, you know the attempt at the world building that movie was so pathetic, huh? Yeah, so it's just pathetic. a rubbish mess. And then the last and definitely least, last and definitely least, I have to put it on the list, The Snowman. Ah. Good God. Here's the thing, I wanted to see how bad it was, but this, I was like, um, well, This had no excuse nah, being this bad because, again, the names involved, the production involved, director, Martin Scorsese produced it. Like, what the hell? Michael Fassbender, baby, what is you doing? Twice in a row, you know, Michael you know? Fassbender. Come <laughs> first, first on. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, and then this, just jeez, boy. This is a mess. This movie, well, look, the movie for the better, for better, for worse, for lack of a better term, it's, it's a movie that just. Um, this was an unfinished product, more or less. As far as I'm that's concerned. the reason why I don't want to see. Right, it feels incomplete. Tot- totally incomplete. So that's why. But I still have to come down because again, why they even release this? I've seen movies better than this unreleased for, for this very reason of being un- unreleased right. and unfinished. Come on, they had no excuse. Reason. I, I get the feeling that they just had to burn a person who didn't who didn't who didn't want to be like in Hollywood or something. Kind of yeah. like what they do with Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. They say, all right, let's like, do a few to the person who invest, who invest money in this and they release it anyway and let like, it burn. Yeah. And it just burn whoever was, was fighting it down. Yeah. Total mess. It should have been better. Um, and, and it's a good book series. So it's like, what the hell? Right. Whatever. Okay. Then jump into my noble failure list. Noble failures. As in stuff that wasn't <clears throat> the worst thing ever, but it didn't work and for multiple reasons. Right. All kind of reasons. And I'm going to run through. Probably do a mini review of, of one of these or the two of these. But I'll talk about these already. Yeah. Um, Green is by the river. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yes, for the, first time, for the first time in the history of BSB Sabini, yeah, local film. We are going to be a local film in our years in Lissa. So yeah, it actually made note, it. It actually made it. Uh, Green News by the River. I liked almost everything about this movie. Acting was solid. Cinematography was fine. Um, you know, you know, pacing was reasonably good. I mean, they just copied the book. Uh, and, and storytelling was fine. But it's the book, whatever. Uh, but that's the one thing that just bothered the hell out of me, the direction. Yep, that camera work totally broke the Ooh. these terrible use of long takes, and that break the film for me. Sorry, yeah. it was going good. It would have been if they just got a better, if they moved that camera around, made it work, and have it a little more dynamics. Look, look, I don't, I tend to not, I try to not Captain Hindsight stuff, so I have no idea what the production was or how it played out. But it was a good camera. I know, I know for a fact. I think it was the first Harry, the one that they shoot Game yeah. of Thrones season one on. Um, and yeah, it, this man was like too afraid to just move around that camera, Jod. Yeah, and, and like I said in my review, well, my reviews of it, you have to have a reason why you're doing this. It can't yeah. just be, well, this is art. And nah, I'm it was a mess. An author. No, it didn't work. Give a reason, damn it. Yeah. Anyway, so I just would mention it and we'll talk about it. Whatever. Next, I Love You Daddy by Louis C.K. Ah. Now, even, as I said, I'll give it like a 5 out of 10, even if it, it didn't have Louis C.K.'s, you know, career funk on it mm-hmm. but sorry Louis K. career funk has to feed into this because of the subject matter and yeah it's an unfortunate mess and, and just 
it do, doesn't work. Again, a lot of the, as I mentioned, the, the, the black and white transatlantic aesthetic from the 1940s and 50s mm. doesn't really fit. It should have been a modern take. It would work. Um, dialogue was okay. You know, um, this fellow, John Malkovich, was, yeah, was playing his character was great, I thought. But everything else just didn't gel together. It had a mixed message. And again, with Louis C.K.'s bullshit, right. it makes it even worse and more mixed by far. And totally poisons the whole discussion. Um, the, the film doesn't work a lot. And it, I get what he's trying to go for. With, with the whole women being confused and that stuff. But yeah, it does not work at all. Right. And it, it's just, it just, he just comes across like a douchebag and it's terrible. Um, so, Bobocon. Ah. Yeah. That, this, this one showed it, up on a couple of words. Right. No, yeah. It, this, here's the problem with this. I, I like the script. I like the idea. I like the premise. But the direction was awful. And it just didn't gel together because of that bad direction. George Clooney, they should have, the Cohen should have directed straight up. Right. The Cohen's wrote it and they should have directed it. George Clooney is not a good director. Not or at least he was surprisingly not good in this. Right. He just didn't gel. The product production felt rushed. Uh, it felt stilted, and it just didn't really work and flowed very well. But I kind of had a bad structural edit as well. Right. Um, but it had a lot of things to mm-hmm. like, and I enjoyed a lot of it. But it didn't flow very well, and it just felt I don't know. This should have been a, f- a short film or something. I don't know. Right. I see. Whatever. Um. Well, quick television run through the Orville. Ah. That's my noble failure. I, I like a lot of the Orville, but yeah, it, it really feels like um, all the things that you don't like about um, live action at McFarlane. Yeah. And then because it's supposed to be, quote unquote, Star Trek for real fans. Um, no, sorry. It comes across like Captain Hindsight member Barry's bullshit for TNG and TOS. Exactly. And, and I really can't take that seriously. Oh, look at me. I'm doing Star, yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. It only have two episodes I like in this whole thing, three and six. Everything else seems flat. A lot of it doesn't flow. Humor doesn't work for me. And I still don't like that ending. That, that yeah, this is really kind of sucked, but whatever. That's, that's fine, whatever. Um, it just, just don't gel for me. I know a lot of people just jumping on it because Star Trek Discovery, different kind of, but sorry, I prefer Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> whatever. Um, right. It comes at night. What? Yeah. The I, I gave three and a half to. Right. I, <laughs> I totally understand why people hate this now. I watched it. I was like, all right. It does have a lot of this not overrated. I get where it was going for, but it do work. And again, the 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 message of it don't flow very well. And then the ending is like, all right, I kind of get what was going on because well, slight spoilers. The virus basically, for understand, causes um, hallucinations of some sort. So that's why people couldn't like make sense of reality going back and forth. Right. And because well, the parents had to make weird decisions involving the emotions and whatnot. Uh yeah. Sorry, this just didn't work. It fell flat coming down to the end, and I. I had it, it's well shot. Yes, I'll give yes, it that. Yes, yes. It have a lot of strengths in it, but just the, that script needed a two or three more rewrites, and I'd enjoy it more. Okay. Next, this one hurt my heart probably the most. A cure for wellness. Ah. God damn! Still I was really it. hyped for this movie. Yeah. Went in theaters to see it. You know, I like the indie hand. I like. I actually like this dude. You notice he make he make this list twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he make the, the bad list. Um, you know, he really was doing a good job. I don't feel. I don't feel he's a rip off Leo or anything like that. He's his own thing. He's a good actor. Um, but this script and the edit was a hot mess. Good, good story. Good idea. Again, a proper structural edit, and I wanted to script rewrites would have fixed this and make it work. To me, they should have done like if you ever see the movie Society. Yes. We should have gotten that. Yeah. Like, they should have fleshed that out. But what they decided to do in terms of the shock value just didn't work. It was just dumb shock value more than anything. And it's, it's had a bad ending. It was a mess. Right. Hated it. And I was really pissed off. And then this one was, a, well, not as big as a disappointment as, as Cure for Wellness, but it's still a pretty big disappointment because I really like the director. Um, this Greek director, I forget his name, um, off the top of my head, but he did one of my favorite movies of 2015, and I think. Yeah, or the 2006. Lobster. Yeah, The Lobster. 
And this is a killing of the sacred deer. Ah, this was one I wanted to see before. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's the thing? This movie is very good. Let's be clear about it. It's very good. But a couple of personal things really brought it down for me. One, there's a plot element. and hate. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a plot element of magical realism in this. And that totally took it out for me. I get what they're trying to go for, but it just did not flow on work. Right. That's the big thing. And it kind of reminds me of a serious man a little bit with the yeah. magical elements. It's like, wait, it, what's going on? Is this this or is it this? Is it just luck or is it this? Mm. Is it this or this? Well, I don't want to spoil what it is. But all I'm saying is magical realism and I hate that. Right. He just don't flow with that. And here's the second thing. The, di- the dialogue. More like the delivery of the dialogue. So the lobster had this very stilted delivery of dialogue. This movie has that rough, had that same stilted delivery. Mm. And I did, it didn't work for this movie at all. Now, the lobster, it makes sense because it's a sci-fi. And because the whole aesthetic of the lobster is and the whole shtick is um, policing behavior and policing language, that would naturally follow. So you can understand why people would be speaking like that, especially when it comes to sex. Right. Because that's and the whole that's thing with the lobster. Right. Very dystopian. Very dystopian. dystopian. Yeah. Right. Very dystopian approach to that whole. So you can understand why people speaking like that. It mm-hmm. makes perfect sense why everyone would be speaking like that. In this, they're still speaking like that. I like wait, did, what the director don't understand English properly, so he <laughs> probably he can't like direct his actors to speak properly. It to me it, it needed a more naturalistic feel. It didn't feel naturalistic at all. Everything everybody is still speaking like robots for some reason. Like a Wes Anderson movie, but dumber. And it just didn't flow work. And again, I didn't like the ending. And it's like, oh, I get why some people don't like this movie. Look, I could see this being on top ten people list, but this for me, I put in the noble failure camp. Right. Not the worst thing. It's actually a very, really, really good movie, but just a couple things break the movie for me personally. Right. And I, yeah, that's it. That's my list from a bad. Um, well, I could go through good TV, but we'll, you go through your bad. Yeah, go let, let, your bad. Let's, let's, let's go through the bad. First. And then I'll just skip to this what was good TV for the end. Not to talk about it in too much depth, but just good TV. Right. This honorable mentions, first off, is The Mummy. No. Yeah, finally got to see it. Dishonorable um, mention. Yeah. Yeah. See, see why it's bad. Yeah. It had some potential. I mean, Tom Cruise tried. He tried... Yeah. Sophia Mottella, I mean, she looked good. You right. know, evil, creepy Bobby, kind of hot. I like that. Right. But that's, and Russell Crowe tried to, but that right. story was just all over the place. Yeah. Didn't really care about it. It yeah. was trying to be a horror. It's trying to be yeah. Brendan Fraser adventure style yeah. again. Strip it just didn't work at all. Uh, another one I'm just going to mention here, just because a majority of people probably forgot it even exists. But I'm just going to mention here, so at least it stays etched in someone's memory. Arm response. That okay. one WWE films movie that right, starred um, Wesley Snipes. I didn't see it. Right, where you know the military team and okay. the prison. Uh, and yeah, not it not ringing my memory. Shit, yeah. Okay, okay. That kind of thing. Right. So those are my two dishonorable mentions. So coming in at number ten, this could be a little mini review, boy. This came in last minute because Netflix decided to put this out last minute. Watched it last Friday time <laughs> it's recording. Yeah, I think I know what this is. And it is blight. Oops, I meant. Bright. Yeah. Number 10. Uh, directed by David Ayer, director yeah. of great films like Suicide Squad. <laughs> See, yeah. caught you there. Yeah. Great films such as End of Watch yeah. and uh, Fury. Fury. Yeah, love And it. shitty films like Suicide Squad. But he's, 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 we know him as the great of the great films. <laughs> Trader Day. Yes, Trader Day as well. What the hell? <laughs> yes, yes. How can I, how can I forget Trader Day? Goddamn. Yeah. Anyway, so... With Bright now, is him basically trying to do End of Watch and Trini once again. Mm-hmm. But this time, in an alternate reality. So it's an alternate LA, 
and it has all these like mythical creatures so you know from fantasy books so you have fairies and you have elves and you have orcs and these are like the three main creatures i think in this movie so the more the more focus on the orcs so it's like this sort of body cop film you know and once again it's in la so if you're familiar with films like colors and you know trinity you know you know showing how gritty ellie is and all the gags all them shit like that it's like that so we have will smith being will smith but more asshole version of will smith and then we have jewel Ed- edgerton playing right. this orc character and right off the bat you see will kind of hates orcs and the majority of the police force hate orcs as well too as all this oh, yeah, and like and jewel edgerton was in my was in it comes at night yes yes <laughs> believe it or not yeah. and it's all this building up stuff and then you want to bring it because i don't want to get too much into the story then you want to bring in this element of there's these magical ones, these yeah. three magic ones, and the only people that can hold them are called brights. Yeah. And one of these 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 ones is, is stolen, and um, Will actually uh, gets a hold of it. And uh, this is this this particular elf who's trying to hold on to it, but then she's uh, she's being hunted down by this other badass elf who's played by Nomi Rapis. I was okay. like, oh gosh, why do we see yeah, that? Yeah, for my understanding, it's just clumsy building. It's not the worst idea. Yeah, that's it. But it's, it's, it's really it. clumsy world building. Yeah. I will have quick analogies that you could make. You could make. Um, right. Most people make, like, um, people point out, well, off the top of my head, and people point out this analogy. When this film came out, District 9. Yes, yes. And yes. then when that came out, people reference it to Alienation. Yes. Yeah. Right. Alienation. That yeah. is a perfect, perfect, perfect reference. Yeah. Because while I was watching this film, I was like, but this could have been Alienation. Right. If it's it the, the original Alienation movie was not good, but I actually like the series. Me too. I yeah, actually I remember the series, the series yeah, more I, than the movie. Yeah, the series is actually well done, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how it holds up. I'd probably look it back and say, okay, it probably kind of sucks. I wouldn't mind rewatching. But it, it, to me, it was kind of on par with stuff like Babylon 5, and that show totally holds up. So, right. whatever. Yeah. So the thing is, um, it's written by Max Landis, right? Oh, now is the problem. Yeah. There's so, your problem right there. So look, he has a good Max Landis. So yeah. ig- again, ignoring go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. ignoring ignoring the, the well he got into some trouble apparently with some Anna Anna, Anna apparently he you know, again sexual harassment thing. Right. He ended a little bit of trouble with that. But he he wrote in my opinion one of my favorite um, comics in the last I think twenty sixteen. This is um American Alien. Right. Loved it, thought it was great. He has talent. Yes, but he does. he's a bullshitter, sorry. And <laughs> he's is more bullshit than talent, unfortunately, in right. my opinion. You may fact you, you, you could sit down in front of the internet and talk twenty minutes about your ideas instead of just like being in a fucking boardroom, like a serious adult, because your father was freaking Landis. John, John Landis, John Landis legendary shit. director, right? Come on. Yeah. Um that this that's an immediate red flag. Yeah. And well from what I understand you go and get like more 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 Cut out to them blacklisted because of all of that shenanigans with Anakana. So whoever. Woohoo! Right. Yeah, I don't so, hear the guy, but no. yeah. Next. So the thing is with with, with the uh, the script, which is written by him, and direction by by Dave, David uh, Ayer. Yeah. You could tell both of them clash. You could tell yeah. that both of them do not really show what they try to be. So David wants to have like a gritty, you know, LA look. You know, and the stuff that cops going through, and you know, the gang warfare and all that kind of stuff. And the first half of the show first half of the show is just like that yeah they touch on uh racial inequality and all that kind of jazz and it was going a little interesting there you know and if they had stuck to that it would have made for a, a competent enough film even though i felt it was real annoying how everything was all anti-orc we hate orcs orcs are bad orcs are bad and you tell about all these things why orcs are bad but 
you, you tell him about it, you don't show him, you don't give him a reason to care. And then we have Max Landis now, who wants to bring in the fantastical element. Yeah. So here we have this one and this yeah, thing and gel, that thing. Gel. It just doesn't gel at all. So right after we get the whole half hour training, the kind of shit, then it does into like a sway. I was watching like the Warriors. Yeah. Where it's like at one night, you have to get from point A to point B, everybody ought to kill you, and you have to get there before you get killed. It's just like that. And it just do it. Um, Will Smith and Joel Edgerton have no chemistry together. Sorry, uh, sorry they just do it. Yeah. Will just come over as just this whiny asshole. And yes, they try to develop his character a lot more, but still he's a whiny asshole. He just hate orcs just because everybody hates orcs. And they want to tell us about 2,000 years ago, humans fought orcs. And like, but where and yeah, when that and why? And I don't care. Yeah, again, bad world building because it yeah. wouldn't be LA. That's the problem. Why? Exactly. But LA won't be the same LA. Yeah, so why would it? it in LA. It yeah. looks like LA. It feels yeah. like LA. Yeah. The gangs are That's LA. That's bad world building. Right. Bad world building. But they always show about here's an orc gang. Yeah. That makes sense. There's an elf district. Yeah, that makes sense. And it just does that gel because yeah. you, at all through the show, at this movie clocks it at an hour and 57 minutes. Okay. I was just like, I just don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So overall, yeah, this is a huge letdown. This was a huge L for Netflix. So, right. yeah. yeah, I know that. Well, I hear we're going to have a sequel for this one, but hey, yeah. let me just hope that they actually do something way better for this. Yeah. Number nine was a movie that you reviewed and I finally got to take in. Um, uh, well, uh, well, fellow YouTuber Wayne S. Rock hates this movie. This is his worst movie, hands down for the year. Baywatch. Okay, right. I yeah. This the, was one. This that, was, all right. This is in the list I didn't need to would mention because it was just like yeah, there's so much bullshit. I thought, hang on. That's the thing. That, hang that's on. You waste my time on it. Yeah. And because it's I forget so, all this. Because it's so much bullshit, you could just be like, nah, yeah, you who cares? need to care to bring it up. Yeah. But it's the fact that it is bullshit. One and yeah. two that they took. Baywatch, which never really had a, a big name to say. Right. I mean, it had its... But, yeah, no, but he has, he has a problem with Baywatch. Baywatch always took itself seriously, so I don't understand what the parody was. Because That's the problem. Baywatch was always over the top anyway, so yeah. like it, it don't seem to get the premise of parody. Yeah. Whatever. But the biggest sin to me with this movie here is that it's just not funny. Yeah. It ain't funny, folks. Yeah. I must just probably chuckle like twice in this movie. Nothing about it is funny. I mean, everybody looked pretty and everything like that. Right. But still, I know, I it was just painful. I now not remember one of my noble failures and bad. But I forgot you. Yeah. I forget. Well, good. So, be watching this one of those shows. Like, I can't even recommend you watch this with friends, whether you're drunk or everything. You're just probably watching them like, yeah, we watch it with shit so that we can move on and see something that's better. Uh, number eight is one that you mentioned before, uh, The World Blood Wars. Yeah. Uh, do, I don't even want to get into that again. Yeah. Just that dumb twist in the, in the beginning, though. My yeah. uh, number seven. Resident Evil, the right. final chapter. Yeah, right. same same bullshit reason. Man, filming his wife. Yes, his wife getting a walk. Yes, bullshit. Choppy action scenes. Yeah, horrible. Six six cuts to somebody throwing a punch. Yeah, stupidness. Bleated ripoff of Mad Max Fury Road, and just nothing else. Not not more I can really see about that show. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, number six. Bye bye, man. Like. Yeah. Uh, did, I didn't again. This is, this, 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 this is one of those. I just, I just ignored uh, it bad. I know it bad. I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah. And it's not even worth my time to even mention. Yeah, I'm not even going to get back into it. I'm not even going to get back into talking about it. I actually t- reviewed it before. Yeah. But just the bad things, just the dumb stuff in it. Just, oh, don't take it, don't see it. So you don't see it. You tell yeah. it to somebody what to somehow, think about it. Think about it. Somehow, yeah. The whole premise is nonsense. The whole premise is just so dumb. And nobody yeah. even stop and say, yeah. uh, so don't you know, try to make sense of it. Yeah. Make it any sense to do it. Whatever. On. Next. Right, moving along. Five, Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Worst movie to come out from the DC animated universe yeah. thus far. Characters were annoying. 
I mean, I really like Melissa um, uh, Roach as uh, Bernadette in Big Bang Theory. I like looking at her, all that kind of shit. But still, in this movie here, she's yeah. just goddamn annoying. Yeah. Harley Quinn was annoying. Nightwing was totally unnecessary yeah. in this one. Stripping us. Batman was just being Batman for being Batman's sake. Yeah, it was dumb. And then how they brought in Swamp Thing, which caught me completely off guard. It's like the worst thing I have ever seen. No, it doesn't. In an animated film. Hated it. Hated it. Yeah. Number four, a movie that you were a little bit fair to. Another movie from Netflix, but I genuinely hated it. Death Note. Right, I was supposed to. Put to I was supposed to. Uh, that's the movie I was not going to mention in yeah. Noble Failures that I forgot. So talk about the Noble. Talk about why. Why is a Noble, noble failure? failure? Only one reason the movie should have been longer. It should have been eight parts, not one movie. Where it was ninety minutes or whatever. Yeah, no. there was ninety-five minutes roughly. Right, that a car. You can't do that. Yeah, if it was eight eight hours long, eight parts, hour long each, it it could have worked. Because I didn't hate it. It did a lot right. But sorry, this just. Fell flat, and because it couldn't fit all of that. And look, I like I like Likit Sanfi. Like yeah. the dude, he was actually pretty good as hell. He, in fact, he was the one thing that thought people were complaining about the most. Nope. Yeah. He's the least thing people complain about the most. Yeah. He was the only good thing in the yeah, movie. movie. Except the only, and they just kind of dropped the ball of the character. Yeah, well, they, they had shit. to do that because they only had fucking ninety-five minutes to do the damn right. thing. Whatever. Um, like to that. Hate that character. Yeah. Hate, hate, hate yeah, his, that this, this version, I like this character ever. Yeah. Um, and then you want to bring in this this female love interest, and it makes up nothing. And yeah. just like, oh, you kill people, All right? Well, I love you, okay? And yeah, it don't work. It don't work. It don't work. Um, oh gosh, boy, Willem Dafoe as real perfect cast. Great, but the wasted. They even do anything with him really wasted. Yeah, and um, I, and look, I agree. They didn't need to do the Japanese anime approach, right? Or the light novel or anything like yeah. that, but just it was a mess. It and the worst part, the biggest thing about this movie is that it just tried so desperately to be so edgy, you know, like yeah, oh, with, yeah. with, with taking this really thought provoking, really R-rated source yeah. material, we're gonna make it in your face. Because like, got, what, what it should have done, what it should have done, yeah, what it should have uh, done, yeah, what it should have done, re- yeah, exactly. What it could have done to make it work is ha- sit down and run fan fiction counterfactuals of what you can do with the Death Note. You don't have to invent new rules. Just say, all right, just watch the anime. And then say, all right, what I could do different, or what the characters could do different. That's your, that's your impetus for your show. Yes. And again, flesh it out. Eight yes. hours, please, at least. Jeez, Not in 90 minutes. Nah. Right? Hands down, the nah. worst anime to live action adaptation. Yeah, seen it's unfortunate. In a long while. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Number three, Emoji Movie. Yeah. Well, I, I, watch I, I, I don't watch yeah. this. Um, oh, gosh, you can just look up online and see why this movie is bad. The characters yeah, I don't, I don't watch this. The animation just didn't do anything for me. The story made no sense. And then they just present this dumb, really uninspired yeah. thing that oh well, all today's kids are just looking at our phones, man. Yeah. So let's just make let's just really emphasize that this this is not Toy Story, folks. This yeah. is twelve year old kids. I know the sad part is that you know it's a, a you know the, you might realize about Hollywood and why it is is because it's it's so clouded in terms of their own BS and and backing up their own thing. They don't have time to think about something. You could make this work, you know, but you need to have your your head clear about something like this and sit down and you know. Have a workable script. Yeah, it could work, maybe. Yeah, but uh. like, like it's so painfully apparent that it's old people looking at at, at the millennials yeah. and like, yeah. oh, well, they love cell phones. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Look, 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 just look at me, look at me, look at me. Hello, hello, fellow. Yeah, hello, fellow high schoolers. Yeah, that yeah. that's that's what it is. And yeah. it's so awkward. Yeah, that's so bad. painful. That's what. Um, Dropbox, anyone? Oh, a big aspect of this movie is them getting a Dropbox. Yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. Next, number two. Still can't believe I went to the cinema to watch that because I was swayed. I was swayed what by the title what of this movie. Is my... <laughs> Fifty Shades. Yeah, well, of course. Darker. Of course. 
Because yeah. just think, it was telling me, oh, this is going to be darker than the original. Yeah. So I like, well, okay, we're gonna, it's, it's going to step up. It's going to be like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Yeah. Nope, worse than the original. Yeah, Way worse. sad. Now, the only good thing I could say is that the, the leads have more chemistry together, but the story made no sense. The, the side characters made no sense. And here's the thing, eh? I don't want to get into fan fiction here at the moment, or fan theory. If initially they had taught about this, like really taught about the story, they could have made it really smart now, really clever. Right. Take the whole SM thing and really explore it with both characters. So you switch your perspective now. So now Anastasia would have been the dominant and okay. Christian would you have do been something with it. Yeah. Switch it. So she is aware of her sexuality and now he kinda battles his own inner demons and why he was a submissive before when you have Captain Turner's character. Right. So keep keep missing or whatever the hell yeah, yeah, is yeah. right. But no, you're just bringing all these random characters show up and say X we're gonna have a yeah, sequel. Yeah, it's double shit. Yeah. And yes, we have a new sequel. Sequels coming out next year. And I said, nope, not gonna see it. Don't care to see it. Yeah, don't care to see it. Next, and number one, the movie that brought so much bile to my throat. Right? That <laughs> movie where I looked at my IMAX ticket and I was like, I actually spent money on this. Yeah, what's that? Transformers. Yep, yep, last yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah, to, wow. for me, for me, I, I skipped this. Um, it was a blur. Uh, again, I, I put it in the blur of, of Pirates of the Caribbean, the Mummy, and just these huge box office failures. And yeah, let's just think about this for a second. Well, this movie, I don't know how well it did. Um, I, knew, I know Mummy failed, I know Pirates failed. Uh, I know it didn't do as well as. But, well, I know it's the lowest rated. Of right, all but the this, this still is, if I understand, is a big money sinking. Um, and yeah, sorry, when, when, you're, when your pocket getting hit now, that is when you're, it's time to really wrap it up. Sorry, yeah. this is the end of this, that whole paradigm. You squander the opportunity. And. That's it, you know, that's the franchise day. Look, yeah. Michael Bay, is, I think, is a talented director. I he genuinely is. think so, but... Look at his but, Yeah, work, but man. he just, he just don't care anymore. And that's it, he and, just burn out. And that's the thing, though, like... He should have quit with three. Yeah, like, watching this movie, but I couldn't help but tell, but this man just don't care anymore. Yeah, he, to me, he, he should care. He should not have just about the franchise, yeah. right? Because how he could just come out of the blue and see, oh, Earth is Unicron, guys. So after no, no, four that's, movies that's, that's, of Decepticons trying to destroy the Earth, now we're going to see Earth Yeah, there's precedent for that in the franchise. It's just, he do it in a clumsy ass way as usual. Exactly. Drop it in the middle of the movie, just because. But no, but looking at this movie, and I was just in disbelief, sheer disbelief yeah. for somebody who built a franchise like this for 10 years eh, made tons of back tons of money right and then come and say you know what I just don't care anymore I don't yeah, care I mean, I, so he, this in my opinion in my opinion sure already gonna shit here and this yeah. is the truth that you yeah. they're gonna eat it because that Transformers movie anyway now, in, hey, my, in, in my opinion he should have really quit with 3 like I hate 2 and 3 but he should have quit with 3 could've, leave it quit and, and, three, and, yes. then bring in, and then bring in some flash word for 4 and 5 yeah. for a new trilogy and do something interesting with a new trilogy yeah this movie does nothing clever does nothing creative yeah. it's just true in characters for the sake of it and yeah. it just goes nowhere um, characters doing just dumb shit and yeah. then like I said the worst part about it is just the fact that somebody come out you know somebody with, with that much influence now, right and this um, so much you know fortitude could come out and say I just don't care anymore guys here's the last night yeah. I know it sucks I know that but you're gonna watch it anyway it's gonna make money and yeah. That kind of mindset is something that no, it's, 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 no, it's toxic. It's toxic. I, I just can't it's, believe it's the, it. It's the height of toxic and cancerous nature. So I don't know, yeah, that's, like, the that's terrible. But Whatever. you know, I could go beyond that. But I did two rants about this already. Yeah, I don't want to do any yeah. more about this next year. I lose my, my voice. So yes, Transformers: The Last Night was the worst right, thing so I've seen in 2017. Right, so since hands yeah. down, since all the poison out of the system now, yes, uh, the, the purge. Yes, yeah, so all the all the poison and toxicity is out of the system. Time to get to the good. Uh, I just want to cover the good TV. Now, yes, I'm not, let's, let's I'm not referencing any bad TV because I won't watch bad TV. 
But we can talk about good TV. There's a bunch of stuff. Just general, just shows to call out, and I'm not gonna get into any depth except for a couple little mentions. Yes. Um, but we're just gonna talk about it. Um, for me, Brooklyn Nine Nine has been really goddamn good this year. I Hilarious, really damn it. good. Um, Captain Holt has had an excellent arc from when they built up from the beginning of the season to now. Yeah. Um, loved it. Totally. Actually, actually. I'm going to put this in my New Year's resolution. I'm going to start watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I recommend it. it, it okay, so here's why the strength of the show is. It, it, it proves a point about political correctness and humor. You know, a lot of people like to make the paradigm, you know, that, well, political correctness is antithetical to humor. It's not true. Not true at all, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine proves it. It's a very, very progressive show, and it's really goddamn funny and really well done and well written um, for me. But this season has been really strong. In fact, probably the strongest season for me so far. I've been cracking up. I've been stitches for pr- pretty much the whole season. Right. It's great. Uh, much, in five minutes, in my opinion, much funnier than the, the rest of the stuff. Uh, fourth season, third season, in my opinion. Cool. Um, All right. Mr. Robot season three. Great. Uh, need, need loved it. Too. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Solid. But it, it really got overshadowed by a lot of other stuff. It took, it took too long to get onto it. But great. Um, next. Um, Mindhunter. Uh, yes, yes. Great. That's awesome on this as yeah. well. Solid. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of fun with this. Mm. Um, great acting. Great script. You know, good ending. Yeah, had some really problems. Had some problems on some pacing, but I enjoyed it for the most yeah, part. Yeah, really can't wait to see how what they do with season two. For yeah, sure. Um, probably one of my favorite series period right now. Uh, the Expanse has been excellent this season. Alright, need to watch that. Yeah, too. big sci-fi, big sci-fi nerd, big hard sci-fi nerd as well. So I love this. This is if it's, this is your go-to hard sci-fi for anybody right now who really itching for a good hard sci-fi TV. It's probably the only show on television that's gonna give you that. Um, but then they, to, to go into the soft sci-fi. Um, Star Trek Discovery. I've right. actually been enjoying this a lot. Um, again, I can understand why the fans hate it, but I am in the camp that likes it. I'm also in the camp that likes Target Universe, so yeah, yeah, and I could get why. The show hasn't really, I'll argue the show, the story hasn't really started proper yet, but all of this preamble has built up really, really good characterization, in my opinion, right. and very good conscientious writing. And let's be clear about this. These writers, when it comes to Star Trek lore, they know this shit. I have to say that. Good. I, I defend that, you know, people who's BSing about the show and, and just not treating the show charitably no they know this stuff you can defend the show people who support the show you can't nice, defend nice, the show nice. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start watching that from, from January I know it's picking back up from then yeah. so I'll definitely do it uh, biggest surprise for me I've been loving it there's two shows but this is the new big show Justice League Action All loved right. it loved it this year mostly because it just cleaned the palette for DC for me the rest, <laughs> of, the, the rest of the DC TV shows right uh, cleaning the palette for me as well yes and well it had one of the movies that I didn't mention I could have mentioned it in my in my um, Noble Failures, which was Justice League. Yeah, I was wondering why why you didn't mention it. Uh, not would mention it, ultimately, when you think about it. Um, As in, it's forgettable? Or it yeah, and I, I, I could have put it... Uh, if anything, I'll put it in the Noble Failures, but I probably just slip my mind. Whatever. Right, okay. Yeah, just moving on. Because it, it's something that the franchise, in my opinion, the DCU is dead at this point. It had to reset itself, and, you know, that, that it had a rise like a phoenix, hopefully, with... with um, Flashpoint. So, well, yeah. the DC TV shows has been quite good as well. Yes, they have. Yeah, the show has big a big surprise. Well, last couple of shows, time to get into animation now. Um, Ducktales. Okay. I have been loving Ducktales. This Ducktales, this new Ducktales is excellent. All right. Good world building. It really reminds me of the old Uncle Scrooge comics, mm-hmm. right? The Scrooge McDuck comics. It's really well done. Good storytelling. Good voice acting. Good animation. Overall, just you know, a den out of there for All me. Right. Um, we had to mention Samurai Jack season yes, five. Yes, season five. Love it. Ended it off on a strong note. Yeah, really strong. Yeah. yeah, slightly rushed. Really, ended. yeah, rushed, but slightly but rushed, but still very well emotional. done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last two big shows for me that I really well, three big shows. Number one, well, number three, I should say, Handmaid's Tale. Yes, I was going to mention that too. 
Great. My God. Well that shot. Was, that, was, that, dark, was, that was a depressing game. Yeah, dark, I binged that. harrowing, really Ooh. well done. And well, oh gosh, talk about political impression. So, yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, number two, my personal favorite show uh, for, for since the beginning of this podcast, uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. Final season. up this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. It ended up a great ending for all the characterization. Great storytelling. Love the story. Love the characters. Everybody ended up in a great place. Um, what they did with it, nice tragedy, great humor, great emotions, good characterization, building up. I keep saying characterization because the characterization is so good. Yes. But yes. worth mentioning. Right. And then last and definitely not least, this is the last of the list. I know you got to say it. Yeah. The leftovers. leftovers. The leftovers. Yep. Um, yeah, get kind of snubbed at the, the, the TV awards. Yeah, uh, boy. The little bit. Like, like what I L- want. Yeah, what yeah, I yeah. A little bit, but... Um, this was excellent for me. Look, I had to put Lindelof in the in the grand camp of great meta artists, as in with, with Charlie Kaufman and, and Dan Harmon. Right. In my opinion, that ending really, really worked for me. And I still hate the end of Lost. And I'll still tell people that I hate the end of Lost. But people still love Lost, right? Which is funny. Well, right? a lot of people still like Lost. I still hate the end of Lost, but this <laughs> still works. This is this 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 address what the end of Lost should have been. Right. In my opinion. Like this is how you had to handle that. That is how he did it. Um, stuff like Bojack Horseman and, and Rick and Morty's would mention, of course. Yes. Still good television, but it's so popular that it, it kind of given. Yeah. So I didn't worry. It's not something that they, you'll learn anything new from me. Rick and Morty, Pick and Rick was brilliant. Yes. And then the episode with um, the President Morty, brilliant. Oh my God. Yeah, that catch brilliant. everybody. It was yeah. really, really well done. But yeah, again, everybody was talking about it. So I, I don't got to add anything to that. Um, Bojack Horseman, excellent this season. Yeah. Um, uh, solid. I love how, how, how more slightly optimistic. Yeah, slightly. Slightly. Yeah, slightly. But, it, but it's still well done. And that's it. Um, that's my good right. TV for the year. I don't think I think about anything else. Um, okay, so TV shows, I'm just going to run through this quickly, just off of my head. Yeah. Um, I'll just stick with Netflix. Um, so, first off, uh, Mass of None Season 2. Yes. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, I see Sansari killed it this time. Yeah. Um, that episode, Thanksgiving, brilliant episode. So glad I won, um, won an Emmy yeah. as well. Uh, she's going to have it. Yes. From Spike Lee, love that show as well. It really brought it, to me. This is this is Spike Lee back in pure form. Yeah, um, love the performances. I love the I love everything about the show. Really did. Um, Glow was another favorite of mine. Yes, um, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, with Alice Brie, that yeah. was really fun as hell. I love the eighties throwback in it as well too. Yeah, it as well. I forgot about that, but that was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of eighties, so Mark Maron was hilarious in that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she was. Uh, speaking of uh, of eighties throwback, I had to say season two of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, darker, I'm, not, I'm not as big of a fan or into it as anybody else, but yeah. That's okay. the thing. I, I'm not the biggest, biggest, hugest fan. Up yeah. to this day, I still don't know why people love this thing so much. I really don't know. <laughs> but um, I thought with season two, they really got deeper and darker as well, too. Um, and it works. And yeah, 11 came back as well. And even though she did, she was in the forefront for arguably one of the worst episodes of the season, um, her performance was still strong. So, Karen, knocking off for that. Game of Thrones season seven. Nice. Came through really good, even though it was a short season. But those eight episodes really came through hard, especially that final episode that really kind of has everyone biting their nails just at the edge of the seat, waiting, waiting to see what happens next. I yeah. think we have to wait till twenty nineteen, unfortunately. Yes. So now a bunch of idiots gonna buy the um, the seasons one to six on on Blu Ray, the box set, and you know season seven which is separate. Instead of just waiting for the whole show to end and is buy everything like what I'm gonna do because yeah. I'm really enjoying Game of Thrones. Um, but the one show, I'd say, the one show that really took, uh, really blew me away, and I didn't expect it to do so, was Twin Peaks by the Return. Yeah. That one, yes, it's gonna really, like, it's really for the fans themselves. But trust me, if you, 
if, if, if you're a first timer to this too I would highly recommend that you check out all the other seasons before this but this season boy just what um, the village man to do at his age with this at this era with you know with all the resources available to him um, meets for some of the most bizarre most unforgettable most memorable moments I've seen on television this year just that ending alone will go down as one of the greatest endings in TV history along with like say Sopranos and Breaking Bad and dare I say Leftovers yeah you know so yeah alright so let's jump into the best of the best when it comes to movies yes so in this case we both have right, our so, top 17s right, and so, I guess in your case you have honorable mentions or something right I have like. well not honorable mentions more like just um, stuff that I, we didn't get to see but I need to see and if I saw it it would have probably influenced the list more than likely yeah so there's my list of the films I haven't seen yet uh-huh. but I kind of angry I've not seen it but uh-huh. wherever we'll talk about it and most of these haven't been officially released but they came out in in, in um, festivals and what yeah film festivals right, like Tiffin, Cannes and stuff right. right so need to see this is the list of need to see I have no this is not in any order because I don't know yeah uh, Lady Bird yeah I, I got to see that everybody yeah. putting this in the best of list and right. people saying this is the number one yeah. best movie of the year yeah next The Florida Project Yes, you want to see another, that? another one too, another popular yeah. one. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Another popular one. Yes. Right, this is the one I'm most excited. I want to see because it's my favorite director. One of my favorite directors living, um, the Phantom Tread, Paul Thomas Anderson. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah. which I believe came out um, yesterday in theaters in the United right. States. Right, I, I didn't get a chance to see it. Christmas release in the states. Yeah, uh, this movie has been getting a lot of hype. Um, called Be My Own Name. A lot of people, yeah, been, a lot of people, been dismiss, a lot of people have been dismissing it as white moonlight, but that's very unfair. Oh God! Um, <laughs> for what I understand, it's more like the gay male version of Carol. If you think about it like that, oh, right, right. That, that's a closer yeah. analogy. Ca- Carol was pretty good, though. Yeah, no, Carol was excellent. Yeah. Uh, okay, Shape of Water. Yeah, why, 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 why Trinidad and Spiegel? Yeah. Why have we gotten a Guillermo del Toro yeah. movie? Right. We have been getting Guillermo del Toro right. movies. Why not this one? Yeah, why? I am planning to go see this movie tomorrow. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to do a big double feature. I'm going to check out Jumanji 40X because we have a 40X down south now. You bastards. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to see Jumanji, but I'm also going to see... But I, I really want to see Jumanji too. Any right. other good things about but I, I just want to check out the 40X. Right. And the movie I really, really excited to see, and this is again a big fuck you to Kevin Spacey, unfortunately. Oh, well, fortunately, if you want to see oh, it, that's okay. true. Okay. All the money in the world. I thought you were going to say like Molly's Game. I thought you would have been. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Molly's Game, no, Molly's. I'm not thinking about how hype for that. However, I haven't seen a trailer for it to be honest. I, I, see, I only see, I only see one. Soaking, I was like, okay, well. I only, right. I only saw the trailer, but I'm not hyped. Right. Like, whatever. I like Jessica Chelsea. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, but um, All the Money in the World. I've been hyped for this for a long time. I really want to see it. it and it's really Scott, so. Really Scott, and again, a big fuck you to Kevin Spacey. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, no, no, actually, as you mentioned, I know I want to see it too. You know? Because of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh, by the way, I love how in Rotten Tomatoes they single out um, an excellent performance by Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Do so we even mention Man, Kevin Spacey? Man, no mention. This man out of that shit, right? And on top of that, he, he, he got a nomination for Golden Globes. Goddamn Kevin yeah, Spacey. Goddamn. Fuck <laughs> off. Um, last one, like, uh, thing. Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. I am That's one I want really, really wanted to see this. Well. It looks great. I, I like think the fact they come out around the time. Well, it, Roughly. it came out after, a little after. after Wonder Woman come out, right? Right. A little yeah. after. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, last, let me see, a couple more. The Disaster Artists. Have to see that? Yes. Yeah. Why? Did you get a chance to see that? Yeah, we, we should also get that by now. You tell Whatever. me what? Do Chinese don't know about the room? Whatever. Come on, bro. Whatever. The Death of Stalin. I uh, really, really wanted to see this. Um, 
interesting ideas. Jeffrey Tambor, although I hear again some trouble the other day with something. Yeah. Um, but Jason Isaacs, who is in Star Trek Discovery, and yeah. I really like him. He in this, and it looks really great okay. and funny. So I want to see what, what's going on with that. Uh, for a second, I was thinking about that church, that Winston Churchill movie that Gary Oldman was in. Right, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that one I want to see. I hear, right. I hear other great things about this performance. Yeah, I Tonya. Yeah, want to see that? McGill, Margot Robbie. Yeah, looking good, it? looking great. I would see that yeah. when it comes out. I'm really hyped for that. Whatever. Uh, loving Vincent. This yeah, is looking yeah, yeah. really, really I, I cool. I love that sort of abstract yeah. Yeah. That yeah, I was like, whoa. And from what I understand, is basically a still they make up still a they basically painted a movie because every frame Ooh, is supposed to be a painting. It's insane. Wow. And then last but not least, we all got taking. This is a really, really hype for the Oscars. This is supposed to be this version of Spotlight, um, the post. Steven Spielberg. Yes. yes. Really, really hyped for this. I really hope this turns out good. I really want it to be great. Again, yeah, a lot of hype. Is, I, I didn't even know it came out. No, I just no. saw it. Just yeah. saw it's it coming, it's coming soon, but I didn't see it yet. Politically prescient. Really, really hyped. But right. this, this Oscars. But I said, so that is my list of shit that I didn't get to see it. I wanted to see it by now, but I didn't get to see it and I kind of mad. Whatever. Right. Um, do you have any honorable, uh, honorable mentions? Not really. I just have lists of best. I ain't really okay. fighting now. Well, if you don't mind, let me just jump into my honorable mentions and you could jump into your best and then my best. Right. right? So, honorable mentions, right? Movies that I thoroughly enjoy, but just didn't quite make the final cut. Uh, Girls Trip. Okay. Which, in my opinion, is the funniest comedy I've seen all year. I know. Okay, I've okay. seen a lot because... Personally, to me, in my opinion, I haven't seen that much great comedy. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think. Of so this one, raunchy is as it was. It was so goddamn funny. Yes, right, okay, I love no the problem. chemistry between the actresses. Uh, good time. Okay. Robert Pattinson okay, okay. really impressed me here. Really dark, grimy, really really sleazy story, but yeah. it works so much well. So well. Um, American Made. Okay. Which has one of the best performances of um, Tom Cruise's career, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Not so much Oscar, I did, I did, but just uh, yeah. a reminder of how great he I is forgot about actor. this. I didn't give it a chance, and I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, I'm not really should, really should. It's really good. Okay, no problem. Um, and you'll actually like his character way more than the Money. character in the movie. Yeah, but way sure. more. Cool. Um, Netflix's Mudbound. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Was, yeah, I wasn't completely blown away by it, but I do see its appeal. I do okay. see why people loved it so much. Um, right. And yeah, this is. Uh, while like stuff like Bright and and Death Note were huge L's, this one was a was a was a win. It was a win, nice, definitely. Um, it, okay, which was okay. one of one of the more surprising horror films I've seen this year. Right, um, that alongside Annabelle Creation, which unfortunately didn't make it to my honorable mentions, but it really stood out to me in terms of like just how to do a great visceral horror. Right, nice, one. right. And last but not least, haha, <laughs> Split. Okay, right. Yes. I, I, I kind of forget about this. Um, yeah, I forget great, this was really new year. Yeah, great, 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 great performance by... Um, McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah. Um, it's one that when you watch over again, you really look at the subtleties in the characters, though. his characters in his head. It's like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. No, sure, he's not going to get an Oscar for it, but this is no, something yeah, that, I, I, that yeah. really deserves a lot of recognition. It came out his it, performance. Right. I, I almost forgot about this. I was like, oh yeah, this was in the beginning of the year, right? But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a little gimmicky and the more I think about it. It was, it was, especially it, in... in no, it, it, it tried to... It, um, it, Shabala University. <laughs> right. They try to pull at my nostalgia strings in the most cynical way. So I was like, yeah, whatever, okay. Yeah. Next, but uh, good. Yeah, I, I could understand it being here. Right. It's good. All right, so cool. now for the moment of truth, folks. Ricardo's list. Yes. So I have That's a good. general list. I had to count it, but I seen like about a little over a 17. I ain't really sure. But it's, these are the movies that were just, I had to mention them. They're uh, really good. Fuck it, just, just go along. Yeah, like, All right, so let's start. I don't have a clear ranking, ranking, but it's just how I feel about these films in overall. Um, so just starting, yeah. This, again, this is not a clear, clear list, but it's a general sense of 
how I feel about the list one. But if the last latest ones is the ones I like the most, clearly. Dunkirk. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dunkirk win me over over time. I watch it a second time. I watch it a third time. Oh and, well, okay. The third time is when. Third time is when it's like, all right, yes, I get yes. where it's coming from. It click for me. I sit down with it. It actually win me over watching it over mm. a couple of times. But when I watched it the first time, I didn't feel it that much. But it won me over a couple of things. And like, all right, yeah, yeah. No, you know what you're doing. Come yes, on. yes. All right, yes. cool. You next. Uh, all right. So okay, we do it like that. Yeah, that's back and forth. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so my number seventeen is a ghost story. Yes. Now, in terms was, of, of my ranking here, it's just a matter of movies that I enjoyed most. So, right. that's because it's number 17, no mean it's The problem is that we... Here, here, here's here. the problem. We had an embarrassment of riches this year, and for us to sit down, it has so much to sift through. Yeah. And it was really hard, like, argumentative-wise. Like, I really couldn't sift through and say, oh, this is definitely better than this. Exactly. It was yeah. really, a really fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy year yeah. when it comes so, to quality. Exactly. And, so, and analysis. So, yeah. so, for stuff like a ghost story, I yeah. saw this right when people were declaring this as one of the best movies, right. top 10 of the year. So, I mean, I reviewed it before. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the performances were so nuanced as well, especially yeah. Casey Affleck, who is so believable as just this guy with this white sheet over his head. Yeah. But just that story of just him and his existence as a ghost is just so sad. Yeah. So but really so powerful and so engaging. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number 17. Nice, not bad. Um, Detroit. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Goddamn strong, powerful performances. Here's the thing with Catherine Bigelow. Eh? She has such an excellent sense of space that, I mean, holy shit, that shit just gets scary fast. Yeah, and you get a sense like of... Those hallways. Yes, yeah, how, it's how to make things move wow. and flow. God damn, that shit was brutal, dude. Yeah. Um, it's just it just make it work. Again, it's one of these movies that I like back. I watch more than once. Um, but yeah, it was great. Um, right. great storytelling. Uh, what pulled it out on a little bit? It, it felt a little too documentary in the worst way. You know, it's Especially had, the first act. The ending. Oh yeah, the yeah, ending, yeah. And the, the with the with the courtroom stuff that yes. didn't work and wasn't as powerful as it could have been. But yeah, the good was really really good, and the bad isn't that bad. Whatever. Agree. Moving on. All right. Next. My my number sixteen is the big sick. Right. Um, really great romantic comedy, although it's more comedy drama than romantic comedy. Yep. Um, I love the performances. I love the story. I just the mere fact that it's based on a true story, yep. which I didn't even know about until the very end. Was just that that little that little cherry on top that came yep. for me. Um, I love the performances. I love the story. I love the writing. It's one yep. of the best scripts. Um, there's just I've seen visually on screen for the whole year. And yeah, this is one that you're genuinely gonna love. Yeah, I have I have the big sick on my list as well. Right. So you 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 mentioned everything that I mentioned. I find it was right. powerful, especially with the cultural stuff with Islam. Yes, yes. And a lot of that work. Kamil Kamil Kamil, yeah. uh, he as a yeah, lead. Yeah, you overdo. Like, and what, not what, just as a comedic what, what, lead, but one of the strengths, as well. yeah, one of the strengths of it as well is um, Raymond Romano really, you know, he had a different turn because you know him as just the TV show guy. Yeah. But he kind of reminds me of Bob Saget in the sense of you get to see him in another light. And because of that, you, you start investigating his actual career. Not realizing that Romano is a surprisingly dark comedian. Much like how... Oh, really? Yeah, not like, much like how um, Bob Saget is a surprisingly raunchy comedian. Yes. He's he, a surprisingly dark comedian. You get to see, the, see it in this role. Um, he's great in this role as this dark, telling bad jokes kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And he filled that role so well as he died now. Loved it. Loved the big sick. Yeah. Thought it was great. All right, um, so what's your number 15? Uh, well, I was going to mention a gross story. Gross right. story is on the list as well. Very, very good, very existential and powerful. Yeah. But you mentioned and you covered everything more or less, I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, just quick question. What do you think about the pie scene? 
Oh yeah, no, no, that was good. Good, but it's it's just morning. She like yeah. she just melted down. But yeah, they, they yeah. last a little too long. I actually Whatever. read up about it. Um, the director said this was a, like a litmus test. He wanted to see how much how long the 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 uh, audience members were to sit down to watch the scene before they get up and leave. No, not really. I, I thought yeah. it was fine. It worked, and I get what the point of it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but the existential nature of time and him stuck to that location, and then yes. the idea of reincarnation, but as a ghost, color mm-hmm. that work because he, he, one of the harrowing parts is when the first ghost said, "I I guess they're not," and then. That, yeah, yeah. That like, was, like that was damn. A, that was a yeah, that looks scary. I was like, whoa, that work. And then when he he missed the letter the first time. Yeah. And then he see the second time. I'm not sure what she said. I was forget. It's, 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 it's up to the viewer to. to exactly. Say. And then he, he secondly read it. He gone to. I was like, all right, cool, yeah. great, loved it. Um, yeah, but great she sense does of, hint to the fact that it's little clues about who where she is. So right. Maybe it has something to do with her, but maybe it has something to do with him. But it's, but it's up to the viewer to decide. But that's the thing, it don't matter because he could go back in time and back and forth. It's, it's just cycling through the history. Yeah. It had one brutal part involving some Indians. Oh, boy. Damn. How oh, that cut. That, yeah, that just that, that like, cut shit. alone. Yeah, jeez, boy. Brutal. Right. But yeah, great. Um, right, to the movie I'm going to mention. Apes. Them apes. Them apes. Them All, apes. Right. <laughs> All right. So this it. is your number 15, right? Well, cl- yeah, something along those lines. Okay. Again, I'm not r- trying to rank it too much. Okay? Again, a blurry... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Um, it's. I'll admit, it, it does have its problems. Um, it's one of those movies that, story-wise, when you think about it, really, we call that well. The, the, the prison ape escape stuff. You know, kind of do really gel together. But visually, this movie is so goddamn strong and powerful. Mm. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Especially that first hour. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, if it was up to me, I'd leave it up to the visual language entirely. But it, it, it's held back a little bit because of that. Um, in okay. my opinion, that that pulls uh, it up a little that, bit. Your, but no, it works. I, it's yeah. a movie I totally love. Um, I still prefer the last film over this one, but I loved it. So All right. you. So my number fifteen is the first sequel on this list, John Wick Chapter Two. Nice, nice. Yeah, this was exactly how you step up a movie like John Wick which yeah. is just visceral badassery yeah. um, it expanded the world in such a profound way sorry it's such a fascinating way as well yeah. you went to different countries you see more of these assassins and all that and just the end of that movie alone yeah. was just like the biggest holy shit moment I, 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 I find it was, a little, I find it was a little over the top I was like, it is over the top how but how when you think about it when you think about it it's like oh jeez you literally have nowhere to run yeah that, it, it started to stop make sense a little at a certain point it's like wait how much people in this damn organization you know? well um, the characters that they brought in Lawrence Fishburne yeah wait, he was great come on come on was great yeah my god yeah, yeah. come on actually face there, there's a great scene with <laughs> Keanu Reeves there's a great scene with the two of them together with the silencers awesome that was brilliant though yeah hilarious I would admit though that the first act was a little rocky, especially like with the mission yeah. and how the mission kind of end, and then it got to the real story, where yeah. every man Jack trying to kill this guy, right. which is the real point. Yeah. But when that mo- when that kind of starts, that's when it was like, okay, yes, I'm really feeling this. So right. as a sequel, I thought that it worked perfectly. Yes. One of the best action movies of the year, hands down. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So there's a tie, but basically roughly. You, you have a tie. Okay. Kind of a tie. Yeah. Right. Good time. Good time. Shit, I, I ain't got no ties. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Good time. All right, um, but they're different. They did not the similar films or anything like that. But they're different. Good time and Mudbound. All right, both of them are feel the same way about in that in terms of quality. Uh, but good time is just so goddamn uh, such a brilliant work of folly, or yeah. a brilliant work of exercising of exercising folly just to see this character that you just goddamn hate. And then Mudbong, just had a bunch of characters I goddamn hate. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, both films worked really, really well in their own way. Um, but I like both of them. So just not much to talk about because we talk about them in depth last right. time. So, number 14 for me is another action film, but one that's um, a little bit different, actually a lot different, 
Baby Driver. Nice. Edgar I, I, I have it on, yeah. yeah Baby Driver yeah. I'll, I'll has, cover as well for me. Yeah, it has some of the best editing I've seen in a movie. Yes. It's, it does something that I've always, like, personally, deep down inside, I always wanted to do with a movie. Yeah. Really merge editing and music so it feels like every every piece of a, of a, of a, of a musical construction matches the editing of the film itself. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. i just seen Edgar Wright do it. I was like, I wasn't, like, angry anymore, but I was like, yes, this, this is it. This is it. This yeah. is what I want to do. Um, the lead I thought was so charming, so compelling as well. Yeah, I'll go I love his 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 um his attraction to music. I love how he loves music. I could really relate to him. Um, his little love story, little romancing, I thought was really sweet as well. Um, the bad guys that want to use this guy to do all these jobs. Yeah, man. Um, I, I mean, mean even even again, Mr. This, Kevin Spacey. This, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, movie, yes, we have to acknowledge the movie, him. The movie, yeah, the movie can fuck you as well for that one. Of but, course, um, oh yes, Jamie Foxx as well, being the sleaziest version of Jamie Foxx you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is one like I imagine because of that strong editing and use of music. This is one that's going to be studied in uh, hopefully in film schools. A lot of people are going to be watching this and hopefully be inspired to make dope shit like this so yeah, yeah. number 14 baby driver yeah baby driver as well for that that's roughly my same as well um next uh i want to say another tie another tie no nah, but no nah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that um wonder woman all right i'm gonna all put right. that here i did hate this movie um really liked it but a lot of it fell flat for me they could have done more with it but it worked. Um, this was Cap. Uh, as I mentioned before, it was Cap. Well, it was too basic. A little too basic. Uh, yeah, and it was Cap TFA all over again. But again, I get why what this movie means and represents so many people. A lot of it works. It's great. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So my number thirteen, as you're talking about heroes, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Nice. Now, once again, this is no way me saying that these movies are terrible because I rank it so low. Yeah. But you know, there were just some more best, more better movies out there, in my opinion. So yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Um, Easily the best tour movie. Yeah, out I, there. I, I left I left this one off. You know I like is the best of the tours. It still yeah. didn't really pull me in too much and it was a movie that good, but it's, uh, it was yeah. another movie. Um, yeah. as for, well for me as far as tour movies go, this is the best. Of course. It kinda, right. It's the kitchen sink movie where it just throws everything at you. It does feel like a real eighties movie where it's just all this wild, crazy stuff with <laughs> with a narrative that's not as strong as all that, but it's still so goddamn entertaining to watch. Uh, Chris has would kill it. Everybody kills it in this. Uh, I've seen Hulk once again, right. um, and all the you know the cameos and all that kind of stuff. That's all I would say. Yeah. And you know, just I'm just glad that they just tied up this tour to, um, trilogy in such fine form. So now we can look forward to Avengers: Infinity War next yeah. year. Yeah. Cool. All right. So your next well, pick. Yeah. So I'm my top ten now, kind of ish. I don't know. Okay. You so you know in your top ten. Okay. Well, I'll just do. From yeah. 12 to 11, right? right yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 12 and 11 are also Marvel movies. So, number 12 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Once again, not saying that I hate the show. It's oh, just sure. rank, in terms of ranking. Oh, um, this, to me, was uh, a breath of fresh air in terms of revitalizing um, you know, the character of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, no, it's not going to be like the Sam Raimi films. I'm not expecting it to be. But this one was just so fresh and so vibrant. So much fun. This is the most fun yeah. um, Spider-Man movie we've ever gotten. Um, Tom Holland kills it as um, Peter Parker as well. Yeah. Um, the story I thought works the way how the characters were included into the story worked as well even right down to Miles Morales I thought that was a great moment yeah. uh, but the, the standout moment the standout performer of course is Michael Keaton as Vulture yeah. freaking amazing that moment with him yeah, in that car him. is so brilliant yeah. that review with him is so brilliant as yeah. well 
and while I wasn't blown away completely, completely, completely by it, I do see why people love it. And yeah, this is one that if you're a spidey, if you're a spidey head, you're gonna love this one already. Yeah. Um, my number eleven. This is one that I actually enjoyed a little bit more than um than Spider-Man Homecoming, in my personal opinion. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and then right. it's really after watching it the third time is where I really got it because I yeah. thought it was just all flashy visuals and right. a set of music and nothing more, and you know quips and jokes. But there was an emotional core to it, especially yeah. with the interactions among the characters. This is um, actually a lot um, in terms of emotional, way deeper than the last film. Um, you do care more for characters, and the time that's spent with certain characters, even though it's not a, a lot compared to other characters. There was some, you know, a lot of emotional depth there, and I thought that really—that's really what made this film work for me. So, yeah, right, uh, yeah, right. So now we're on to the top ten. So, what's right. your number ten? Ooh, God is a Galaxy Volume Two. All right, yeah. okay, bravo. Uh, right here, pretty good. Liked it. Emotionally powerful. Yes. Really, really thematically strong. Yeah. Um, it really, really worked. I, again. It just it just didn't gel unfortunately as much as it should have script wise. Yeah, like it's so not slow. perfect. I don't yeah, they could have they could have stitched they could have stitched that that stuff a little yeah. better together. It's, it's sequelitis. It's too little much bit. too much little things bit, going yeah. on. Right. right. Um, my number ten is the one that you mentioned before, Detroit. Nice. Um, truly a gut puncher of a movie, but yeah. this is one. This is a drama based on a yeah. true story, well, true events, I should say, and this felt more horrific than yeah. any horror film that I've seen all year. Yeah. Those moments with the police in the hallway and in those rooms though, in the adjoining rooms, just me for some of the most terrifying stuff I've seen in a movie all year, this really got under my skin, yeah. really disturbed me in a good way, um, made me feel angry, not just the cops, but just the fact that something like this happened and you know, there's no real um, sense yeah. of you know resolving all yeah. of this or, or justice. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that something like this was made. I'm glad that people now can be more aware of what happened at that um, time, that moment in Detroit as well. Nice. Um, people are gonna be mad about it, especially black people as well. But I don't think that Catherine Bigelow made it. You know, you know, to have people be angry entirely at white no, people no, yeah. or cops. But it's just a moment in you know just history in general that needs to be made aware of. So right. that's my number ten. Nice. Um, Right, so my number nine is, hmm, I want to say Spider-Man Homecoming. All right. Yeah. Why so low, low technically? No, but the, the other stuff is better right, I mean, overall. Right. This, this Spider-Man movie is good. I, I, know, I know you love no, this movie. No, I love this movie. I'm a yeah. big, big fan of it. But it's only because as a Spider-Man fan, I like yes, it. Not, yes. not as an overall film. A lot of it doesn't really... When you think about it, it's, it's not really much about anything, but it's just about giving Peter and fitting them into the MCU in a nice, relatively neat way. It have a couple of little mistakes and continuity errors here or there. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the most part, it works. And I right. really, really liked it. But compared to everything else in this list, uh, a lot of it kind of falls down. Does already work. That okay. kind of stuff. I hear. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so my number nine is the only great animated movie I saw this year. Disney Pixar's Coco. Okay. This, like I know Pixar is going to come through with a solid film. And yes, it did. But I didn't expect that this one would impact me so emotionally. Um, especially the end, which nearly brought me to tears. I'm not lying. It, really, it nearly did. Um, I loved its themes about family, about legacy, about tradition as well. Um, yeah. I love the Mexican um, aesthetic of it. It really does feel like it's in Mexico, the way how the people interact, the way how the colors and everything, and even the set design, which I thought was brilliant. I love the characters. I love the music in this. The voice acting is perfect across the board. And that ending, boy. Yeah. Wow. Great. And then when you, when you really understand why the name of the movie is called Coco, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow. Yeah. 
Cool. Mantis, way. Closer yeah. Mantis, but right. yeah. Yeah. Right. So, what is your number eight? Eight. Blade Runner 2049. I'll okay. Put it there. Um, okay. This okay. didn't. Uh, this it's good. Very good. But the main plot I didn't like a lot much. Um, none of the, it didn't have any big surprises. Like you know, you should have been surprised by other things. And I, I was a little let down by a lot of that, mostly because of the marketing, maybe. All right. So it was it was that. And the when they, they should have fleshed out this world a little better. Um, is one of those that suffer from that problem of, um, you know, when you you like much like with Blade Runner, not Blade Runner, um, Ghost in Shell. Yeah. Where time move on so you need to take the, the concept a little further right and it, i didn't really get that with this. oh speaking of ghosty shell funny you didn't mention that in your worst no, stuff or no 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 because it was worth mentioning it was there but uh, whatever right. <laughs> yeah it whatever it's like i'm yeah. not big ghosty shell francis like it came and went and again because this world is so you know flushed with kind stuff. of old school basically right whatever yeah, yeah like right. The, the the cyberpunk well cyberpunk in general you think is old school or just yeah, that yeah that's the problem no no yeah cyberpunk in, in general is a problem because it's not none of it it's some a lot of it feels so dated now. so okay. it's like i can really get into that concept why do you need to impress me now all right yeah whatever okay interested all right so my number eight is mother exclamation okay. mark okay yeah um this is one i got into a little bit late but my god it was with the weight though um this one surprised me it shocked me it it kept me on on edge <laughs> um i was just waiting for the shit to go down then when the shit went down i was like oh right. oh and then that happened. Oh, yeah. and then we were there. It's like, ah, okay, I see what you did there. Right. Um, this is a commercial art film, yeah. but I mean that in a great way. Um, so you know, you don't see movies like this every day, and I'm glad that Darren um, Aronofsky actually put was brave enough to put this out. I'm glad that he got a committed team, yeah. uh, which includes um, you know Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, Ed Harris, um, Rene Russo, among other people involved in this. You know, just to go along with his crazy vision, and I'm glad. I'm really impressed by the way how he kind of just limited it to just this yeah. this um this one house and the way how he uses camera in different areas of the house yeah. equals that of um Catherine Bigelow's work in nice. um, Detroit. Yeah. The way with like, a good with sense of space yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um cool. but yeah if you if you if you want to be challenged by a movie this year then yeah, yeah definitely it's, gonna be yeah, you're talking. Yeah. Uh, so what's your number seven? Oh boy. I don't know you might be mad at this boy. Star Wars the last Jedi <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. This movie visually it's really goddamn strong, but it kind of had the same problem that Planet of the Apes had. When you right. actually think about the plot, it don't really gel together that well. Mostly because of world building in the Star Wars universe. And I, I'm not actually mad at. I actually defend this film. I actually like it a yeah. lot. Um. But the thing with it is that it, it has bad precedent for Star Wars, in the sense of well, how come characters don't do this and that? And I didn't really have a problem with a lot of what they told. I actually like what they had with Lucas and Ark. I like what he did. I like how they think about it. I like how it worked. Um, you know, Luke doing that Kage Bunchino dream. So the end was pretty awesome. Yes. Um, but it it had bad precedent in terms of world building. For the, and the, that's the only downside of it. It's not a big deal for me. But compared to other stuff this year, I didn't like it as much as other stuff this year. All right. In terms of storytelling. I, still, a, still a really good Star Wars movie. I actually like it. Yeah. I actually defend it. But, I, I like how you keep calling up negatives. So like, no, I have to call right, you negatives yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know you, it's so low. Quote unquote, right, on the right. list there. Okay. It's not well, in my top well, five. Well, I mean, it's just all positive because I'm just it's so not, positive. It's right not in my top five, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. All right, go ahead. So my number seven is Get Out. Okay, cool. Ah, um, I have that higher. So. A lot of people, a lot of critics have been putting this in the best of this. Yeah. Even people who like real rhythm art films have been putting this up in the best of this. Right. Yeah. And... Having watched it over, having watched it again 
yeah, I, I, I see why. This is a generally um, great movie. Not a perfect movie, mind you. Um, it does have a certain issues in terms of the narrative. There's a couple of things that this could have been... Right. I, only had, I, I only had one issue with it, but yeah, good. Yeah, it's not perfect by a long shot. Um, even a couple of the jokes I felt kind of fell flat. And this is funny because this is more of a thriller than actual comedy, but they have elements of comedy because, I mean, John Peel, duh. Um, the one thing I remember mentioning in my review is that I felt like it could have been a little bit more horrific. Yeah. It's more a thriller, like a, like a Twilight Zone yeah. slash Black Mirror kind of episode, but just more right. race. Right. But the thrilling stuff in it and just the really profound story, it really thought-provoking story as well. Would, um, this, is a, this is another brave movie, something that you know, is really amazing. Something yeah, that just true. came out in 2017, like yeah. really attacking race. But also do it in a subtle way, but in a direct way, but also subtle as way, so it kind of bounces back and forth. Yeah. Uh, the performances were, were strong throughout. Um, the the script is clever, it's witty, it's darkly funny as well too. That's another thing people already mentioned. It is darkly comedic as well. Yeah. Um, and even though I haven't seen the the ending, well, at least the the more downer ending. Yeah, no, it's yeah, terrible. I would have hated that. Yeah, that would be a bad yeah. ending. I the like way, what they do with it. Yeah, the way how this one ends, it is serviceable. I, I do like right. it. didn't love the end, but I thought it would. So overall, okay, no problem. yeah, Get Out is my number seven pick. All right, so my number six. I'm in love with the Coco. Got it for the low, low. Yeah, you know, Coco was excellent for me. All Loved right. it. All right. Um, it yeah. had very, that movie had very few downsides for me. Will Willen was excellent. Yes. Um, Again, it didn't, really, it didn't really have any other big animated movies this year that I can really think about or talk about. Other yeah. than Emoji Movie and the other bullshit. Um, there was Ferdinand. Which yeah, I that, that was bullshit. That was bullshit out here. I didn't see uh, it. Okay, but I was bullshit. John Cena did a good Yeah, and I had a scrap. I, I, and I heard the Star Wars was, was, was good. Right. Good. I, I couldn't get into that. I heard it was a mess. Whatever. Coco was excellent. Loved yes. it. Voice acting. Excellent. Music. Excellent. Um, animation. Excellent. Art style. Holy shit, this movie looked pretty. Yes, it's a pretty it goddamn does. movie. Um, and, and like I said in my review, it feels Mexican. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Buildings. Yeah. How they look, and, they look and Mexican. And you tell follow, it followed from Moana in a great way. But I, in many ways, I actually prefer this to Moana. Um, yeah, again, because of how consistent the world was. And the story itself, when you reveal what was going on, it's like, whoa, that was pretty goddamn dark and awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah loved it. So uh, that Pixar I, could I put that on my list, so, so. Well. so that is my number six. All right. My number six is Wonder Woman. Okay. Um... Yes, I agree with you. It's not a perfect origin story. It's basic. You've seen it before. Yeah. Um, especially with Captain America, First yeah, Avenger, right. easy reference. But to me, what it did, just culturally, thematically, just everything. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, it's the best movie in the DCEU thus of far. Of course. Um, Which is a kind of a low bar. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. It did so much. Um, Female-directed superhero film, first yeah. of its kind. Yeah. Um, female lead, Gal Gadot, who really surprised me. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll straight up say that she is the Christopher Reeve. But Christopher Reeve is the Superman, yeah. she is the Wonder Woman. I yeah. can't really deny that. That's yeah. it's great. Uh, she's not just attractive, but she also proves that she can act. Right. Well, I mean, she can always act, but it is what she really sold the character right. of Wonder Woman. To the point that I can't see anybody else playing Wonder Woman or even voicing her at all. Nice. Um, I thought that she was fantastic in this. The story that they built with her and um, you know her love interest and just the whole overall story I thought uh, with even though the third act kind of just evolved into this whole CG Zack Snyder um, orgy sorry CG orgasm I should say of yeah. just flashy special effects yeah. um, but you know the music was on point the acting was on point um, visually it is just so beautiful though in my opinion yeah um, just the, the shots of, of that island I, I keep forgetting the name um, just outshines anything that, that Zack Snyder did over the past yeah, 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 years with the yeah, DCU. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, Wonder Woman, my number six. Great, man. Number five, Get Out. 
All right? Yeah. Get out. Love Get Out. Um, again, I dismiss it as people dismiss it as you know just being a great Outer Limits episode. But no, it, yeah, Outer Limits. Is right. But what, what it does, what it does in terms of race, um, culture, um, and that that whole appropriation prep metric really really works yeah really works i get out one big problem only one small problem with the plot with the cotton that didn't make much sense to me yeah, I don't know how he did like that. How you were able to grab that yeah, cotton yeah. I, I didn't, that didn't follow and i believe his eye his hands were still tied that was saying yeah that, i didn't follow yeah. that is you know, that, that's the only problem right. other than that everything was fine and it was excellent um that's number five okay my number five is star wars the last jedi nice yes okay. so i'm gonna defend this movie yeah. hopefully to my dying day um, I do believe that it is just as great, if not better, than um, Empire Strikes Back. Nice. And as I mentioned, Empire Strikes Back, um, already we're seeing it being like an Empire Strikes Back. Um, not just in the execution, but by the response of it. You know, people being so dismissive about it as well. Uh, even right down to this really dumb decision to have this online petition to remove it from its canon. Yeah, that, that's just so dumb, much yeah. bullshit. But what I really loved about this movie is how it took a lot of risks. In yeah. terms of the, the world of Star Wars, in terms of the characters as well. Love how the character setups were where you think they're gonna go one way but they go different spots and even if you might like certain things that happen in between, it still wraps up in the most logical way that it could possibly end. Yes. Um, I love that about that. Um, everybody gives a full performance. So, um, Mark Hamill, though, is a standout for me. He absolutely kills it. Yeah. Best portrayal of, of Luke Skywalker he's ever given. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I um, loved it. But I strongly believe that this is one that over time just like Empire Strikes Back, more people are going to really like and appreciate them. Um, and even the old trilogy wasn't perfect, but you know, yes, when yeah. Empire Strikes Back, people were dismissive of what it is, like, oh, you can end this movie like that. Yeah, ah, yeah, but, but that's, so that's one that What I like about the last year is that the whole idea of, of history. Yes. And you, because they're basically wrapping up the idea that Anakin's supposed to have any goddamn churn. And Luke kind of come to that conclusion. He's like, yeah, I'm not supposed to exist. Yeah. Think about it, I'm not supposed to exist. And Kylo Ren, neither. And I like that. Yeah. I like what they did with that. The yeah. idea of the Jedi not supposed to have children. It's not to say that everybody's supposed to be equal. Everybody confusing it. Rey is superior for, in terms of the Force right. to, to, to her courts, but she's not supposed to be um, born of something. That bullshit yes. now. Or, or put into like the Jedi Council. Yeah, that shit. No. That no, but the idea is that you're not supposed to have children. And that's that why I find people who, miss, who, defend, who are attacking the film saying, well, oh, you're trying to end legacy. Yeah, the whole point is to have legacy in the first place. Yeah. Right? That's what the Jedi Order existed for. Yeah. Why would you have legacy? The, the people not supposed to have children. Yeah. Don't have children. So, see, it's that kind of balls. It's just that, that yeah. decision to say, hey, here's what. It's 2017, Jedi. Let me, let me kind of accept the fact that some. No, I'm not saying from a creative perspective, but let me just say, okay, gradual over, gradually over time, yeah. these things are not going to mean that much as they did 20 yeah. years ago. Exactly. So let's move on. And I like, that they, I like yeah. that they did that. Whatever. Right. Number so that's, my, that's my number five. My number four. What's your number four? Logan. Well, look at it. Yeah. Logan's my number four too. Nice. Boom. Yeah, so cool. What do, you, what do you love about Logan? I uh, boy, oh boy, this is like, this was a grounded, gritty ass comic book movie that they actually make work Jared. and it, it felt like children of men but it was dark and it's, it's we're going getting old and holy shit everything post-apocalyptic and sad look what happened to this here's the smartest part all of this shit could be the quote-unquote real real world because yeah. he does kind of dodge the bullet of the continuity you don't, you don't worry about the continuity yeah. x23 is a great character in this um they do a great arc with with, with x24 maybe yeah. young virginal logan holy shit violent we actually get to see blood for the first time yes wow yes yes Come on, man. Um, love this movie. Great story. Great send-off for, uh, for um, 
Wolverine. Uh, I got no Wolverine, but well, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, right? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to recast him, especially with this whole Fox deal thing playing itself out. The thing is, the American government held back the Fox deal for a while now, so it might take like for the better part of two years for that to play out. Right. Um, but it most likely will go through still because it's too much money now. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um. But yeah, we might. So we, I don't think we will see a casting for Wolverine for a while, at least two, two or three years again. No, no. Um. But this is excellent. Love yes, Logan. Yes. The ending with that X when you yes. take the cross and damn. Brilliant awesome. movie. That, that moment always gets yeah. me. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Love this movie. This to me is the best superhero movie of 2017. Nice. Hands down. Um, what they did in terms of Logan's character was so perfect. Um, it makes a lot of sense. What they did with Xavier is so sad, but yeah. it works as well to it. It makes perfect sense as well. Yeah. The way how both those characters die make for some of the most shocking moments I've seen yeah. in a movie in, in, in cinema all year though, and they just still impact me every time I see them. Nice. Um, but yes, those moments with them together, that whole father-son dynamic still works. And of course, with the inclusion of X-23, yeah. uh, you know, the actress, I forgot her name, she kills it Did as well too. something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's, yeah. I, I really want to see more, I want to see her do more, you know, in terms of film. I hope that she doesn't uh, do like, uh, oh gosh, that Lindsay girl Lohan. from, that Lindsay Lohan. That girl from Beasts of, of, of the um, Southern Wild. Okay, yeah. Right, where... Well, she okay. went to, she the way where she started that shitty anime, anime yeah, that was and shit, then yeah. you forget about her. Yeah, no, so. actually, she was in, in uh, oh gosh, she was in Wendy Williams, apparently. She have a book out and okay, yeah, some shit like that. But anyway, but yeah, I really want to see her in more movies. Um, yeah, Daphne Keen yeah. is her name? Daphne Keen, that's Daphne it. Keen, yeah. But yeah, this story was so goddamn well written. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that this gets nominated for Something. an Oscar. Best original screenplay, a call nah, nah, I, 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 I ain't going to do that far, but uh, it could get a little something. Yeah. Or something. Something, something, yeah. something. Uh, and that maybe, 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 but all the, I kind of doubt it will ever happen. Best actor? No. Perhaps? <laughs> no, no, no. I doubt it will get any other. But yeah, whoever. But, but Hugh Jackman, though, kills it, though. This, to me, and it really does feel like, like similar to Ryan Reynolds with um, yeah. Deadpool. Like, this was something that he was born to do, like, it was in his heart. Yeah. He just needed to do this. And yeah. you could tell with every second that he's on screen. Yeah, it's like akin to Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man, same thing. It had that yeah. level of, wow, this is your character. Yeah, cool. the way how it ends, though, bleak, yeah. but kind of hopeful as yeah. well, too. So yeah, Good perfect way to end off, um, you know, Wolverine's character, you know, ever since the first X-Men movie back in 2000, yeah. I absolutely love this movie. That's nice. my number four. All right. My number three, we're going to another kind of Western something. <sighs> boy, oh boy. Is it this? These trees are hard caller though. I can't pick which one is the caller. Them is how they own strengths. But yes, another Western, number three, Wind River. Ooh, okay. God damn, I love this movie. This movie, pick up, Jared. Right. Sec- Listen, this is a really good and awesome movie. I totally recommend it. If you liked, if you liked, um, Hello High Water, Hello High Water, which was in my top three, right? By the way, this, for last year. this you're gonna give. I'm gonna give this. This not as good as Hello High Water, and this could easily make a number one. But I don't know. It just isn't gel as much as it should have. But the last, that last half or so, just all you need to know is get away from the door. God damn, that shit, <laughs> that shit pick up real fast, right? All right, all and right. it was really, really good. And then the ending itself, like what they wanted, I thought a little feminist message in there, a little bit, really worked, brutal, unforgiving, awesome. All right, my number three is my boy Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk. Nice. Um, this is his most experimental movie thus far. Nice. Um, this is one that um, I would confess is is overrated. A lot of people love this movie and put it to the list at all, but I believe this is one that over the years, just like a majority of Stanley Kubrick's films, are gonna gain stature. And this one, like I said, is you know his most experimental. Where he plays with three different um, time yeah. time spots basically. Yeah. And 
some how he, ma how he managed just to tie all three up at the very end was amazing but really what stood the most to me was the tension in this film and how he built it whether it's the music from Hans Zimmer the way how it's directed the way how it's edited the sound design which is so goddamn brilliant yeah. this has to get an Oscar nom for it nice. um, of course the, the pitch perfect the near perfect I should say direction by um, Christopher Nolan who shot this movie entirely in film nice. all these gorgeous um, you know uh, white shots as well too um, which definitely should be seen in IMAX but if you didn't get that experience yeah. definitely buy this thing on Blu-ray I'm gonna buy this thing on Blu-ray yeah. when I get a chance so this is another this is another um, near masterpiece in my opinion for, right. for, for, for Nolan like it's similar to like how Interstellar like he was reaching up there yeah. he didn't really quite reach it there right. but this one comes Still very there, very yeah. close very so good, yeah, nice. Cook's my number three and number two again conscientious choice number two Logan Lucky Alright, it was that. Yes, good. yes, I really like this movie. Uh, great script. Okay, great oh, script. Oh, no, oh, is that that good? Really? No, listen, I'm, I'm I, it might be a contentious position, but I just love I'm a big sucker for the Soderbergh sort of, sort of ocean scripts. Big sucker for that. Yes, 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 yes. So for me personally, it's like, yeah, the script work. And then characterization wise, it was so goddamn good. Alright. I really, really liked it. Um, it really, really worked. Um, it would mention in all these things. Uh, everybody was good in this. Adam Driver was good in this. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig was good in this. Um, we call him your boy, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, Chan Tatum. Chan was good in this. He's the star. He's great in this. Everything. And then they had the part of the music. They had they sing. Um, gosh, this old John Denver song, the daughter. Like, mm. wait, that was a powerful moment. And then you learn what went on. And then they do a, a nice little double take. And then they figure out well, Hillary Swank had a purpose in this part. Like, oh right. shit! So it's a comedy drama. Really? No, it's, yeah, it's comedy and with little drama, drama elements, but mostly right. comedy. It's mostly funny. But, but it's still it, a heist film, right? Right, total heist film. But they do it like a double double twist on it now, right. and it's a total sort of a style film. Okay. Right? But the characterization is much stronger in many ways. It's politically much more present. Um, they do the whole West Virginian culture quite well. Again, the Don, John Denver song is basically the, the func func function of it, and it's edited so well. Loved right. it. I um, love this But the thing is, though, what I'm worried about, and uh, I heard this with a review, because reviews have been positive, have been strong for this, huh? but um, one review was worried that because of how it's advertised, people are going to go in, expecting this, like, full tilt comedy, and no, not going to get no, that No, it have a lot of comedy in it. It's not, like, too dark or anything like that. It's just, it does what it does. It's mostly comedy. Right? It's not like it's fooling you in that way. Okay. Yeah, so now I, I just loved it. I just thought it was so well done. And again, Soderbergh, a big fan of Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah. So, I can't go wrong. I like all of his stuff since Ocean's 11. Yes. 12, 13. I like, I like even Ocean's 12. Yeah. So, I suppose it just caters yeah. on my bias in its most perfect way. Um, and that is it. Right. So, my number two. Oh, boy. This this two and one was, was, was rough. But tough, yeah. It was tough. Tough to really figure out which one was the best. It's kind of obvious when, when you'll hear it, but... Um, my number two is Demi Ips, but... Demi Ips, all right. Yeah, I can be mad, I can be mad, I can be mad. No, I'll confess. I know mad, I know mad. Yes, they, they use a lot of familiar, familiarity with it, um, especially when it comes to war films, when yeah. it comes to, you know, Exodus films and all that kind of stuff. You know, you've seen these things before, the concentration camps, the struggle for survival, yeah. moving from one place to the next and all that kind of stuff. You've seen all those things before, but they, they did it so well here within the world of Planet of the Apes. It's just so brilliant. Um... Adam, Adam, Circus. Andy Circus. Sorry, Andy Circus as, as Caesar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Please nominate this this guy for Oscar. Please, 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 because he just knocks it out of the park here. But this one, this is like the most realistic I've seen um, Caesar being portrayed. Um, which, uh, well, I know there were some real life apes that they use here, but just the, the um, motion capture and just the yeah. design of these creatures was so real, though. Um, the cinematography is beautiful. It's just so breathtaking, so gorgeous. Nice. 
Uh, music was great. Story was well written. Couple of little misses here and there, a little slow parts in the second act. Yeah. But still, the way how it ended, though, I thought it was quite powerful as well. I thought it was a fitting conclusion to that whole Caesar trilogy, and it does leave you know treads open for, of course, the traditional nice. type of story to, to right. play itself out, redesign yeah. basically. Yeah. But this to me is the perfect way to end a trilogy, in my opinion. Um, I definitely gonna buy this um this this apes trilogy this planet apes yeah, trilogy definitely. i know i could have bought it for black friday but no yeah and I, I, can't, I, but I can't be i can't be mad at that I, I, if you really like this apes movie i can't blame you i, I could get why people would love it i i had my issues with it yeah. again if they didn't put in the dialogue eh, and it, yeah. keep it entirely visual it'll be stronger yeah, yeah, yeah totally understood but yeah, yeah. war for the planet apes so okay cool. second best movie can't be, mad. can't be mad at that so now my number one moment of truth what is your number one i take what? another one of this you know it is see it Exclamation mark. She, she has a name, Mother, and it's called Mother. Ah, yeah. boy. Yes, yeah. yes. I don't know if it's any old Buster Blue joke from, from um, Buster Blue from Arrested Development. Mother! <laughs> she has a name, Mother. Oh, yeah, Buster. That was yeah. my way it. Yeah, right. she has a name, Mother. And she's yeah. Mother. Uh, mother worked. Sorry, I loved it. Yes. I loved it. Mother fucking worked. We had worked. <laughs> I love this movie. This is, It totally hit the nail on the head of what you had to do with this material. Um, I was totally shocked that they went with it in this direction. Yes, a lot of people hate this movie. I totally get why you would hate this movie. But this hit all the right marks for me. It was yeah. like what you're supposed to do. Subversion of religion, but subversion in a smart way, not yes, dumb. Yes, yes. It felt pretentious, kind of, a little bit, but not too much. The funny thing about, um, what's, what's his name? Um, no, no, um, Aronofsky. Is that Aronofsky is such a Brooklynite, but he's a pretentious Brooklynite. So if I have him talk in real life, he has be like, hey, yo. Oh, 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 he talks like that? Yeah, okay. he's talking like that. Okay, him talking real life. He's like, what the hell? But if you see his pictures, like, you know, he's the most up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I love, I love. He goes to art galleries. Right, and no, stuff, but yeah. I love all of this guy's movies. Um, I, the rest of us, my personal favorite of his. Um, yeah, the Fountain was one I just never Fountain understood. was, uh, it had I some issues. Understood. But I, I generally like all of, his, all of his movies. Black Swan's great, you know. Uh, Pie, Pie baby, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, uh, all of his movies I really, really like. But this just worked for me, Dred. Again, if I went into this blind, I would have liked it more. Right. But I didn't go into it blind, I still loved it. Yes. The more and more I think about it, and I watch it a couple times again, I was like, yeah, yeah. this was hard. It As a brief film, yeah, like, like nobody it, it does. It filmed like itself, it, it framed itself quite well. I, I still have a couple things I didn't get. Like, I didn't get what's Kristen Wiig's role in this. Like was she what an angel of that? What oh, she was? what's what's he? Yeah, it was was she symbolized? Right, it's well, unclear. Does she symbolize anything? It was unclear. Yeah, it was unclear who she was. Was she like the angel of dead? Was she Gabriel? Eh, it's unclear. Whatever, yeah. doesn't matter. Big gnostic, a lot of philosophical and theological stuff in this. It worked. The only thing I would have changed, one tiny thing I would have changed, which is the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I just have it be a dream. Just sold it out. There. Okay, a little, yeah, sold it out a little bit. And again, because I, I walked in not blind. It kind of spoiled it slightly, but I still love this movie. It paced itself so well. The part of the nightclub had me cracking up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how it, just how it reached <laughs> that point. It's like, really? Yeah, yeah. Real bad, the baby was, that baby scene was that so BBC. goddamn Ooh. brutal. Um, and how, it's how simple it, yeah. it did it, eh? Yeah. Jeez, not too explicit, eh, but enough for you to get the point. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. This movie was awesome. All right. Loved it. So my number one, boy. Yeah, it was your number one. You probably know where it is, but this is one that I had to sit back and really ask myself. All right. Alright, I enjoyed it the first time. I went to with my expectations real high. Nice. But there were some things about it that I just didn't get. And maybe it's because it came out too late. Maybe this doesn't work now. And then I watched it over this morning. I timed this recording. Nice. And I had to see it. Best movie of, of 2017, in my opinion, is 
Blade Runner All right. 2049. Can't be mad at your choice. Yes. I, this movie didn't gel for me as much as it could have, but yeah, yeah. I, I can't be mad at um, you. Reason being, reasons being is that because we are so sensitized to sequels, always relying heavily on nostalgia and what the old film did, and we have to pay tribute to all that one. This one did that, but not to a, a, a disturbing me or annoying degree like other sequels of the past. This one was its own thing. It tried to be its own thing. It succeeded in being its own thing. It was its own story. It just transcended its own source material. Yeah. The point that you could just easily see is one of the great... And I would, I would, I would defend no, yeah, this no, too, but it, it, one of it's the great sci-fi it, movies It shot really decade. well. Huh? So that I, like, I can't because it just yeah. had, again, backgrounds um, and, and of course, desktops. The cinematography from Roger Deakins. Yeah. This is gonna win Academy Awards, guys. Yeah, you're gonna nominate it. I'll say this, this is this going and, to win yeah, Academy Awards. Between because between this Apes and Last Jedi, like whoa, yeah, that's some good cinematography. Roger this. Deakins yeah. kills it. He kills yeah. it to the point that people, even before the movie came out, were saying this is a Roger Deakins film. You know, but it is Denis Villeneuve, and Denis Villeneuve really came through here. Um, I think yeah, this is his third collaboration with Roger Deakins. They really work well together. Um, watching it again, I really loved how the story. Um, built up. That's the thing. It do, doesn't really move in a really straightforward kind of way. It builds up certain aspects, certain themes build up as well too. Um, and I love how they touch on things that were familiar from the old film, you know, um, human humanity's connection with machines, technology and stuff like that, and how they expand on that in different ways, especially yeah. with the relationship between uh, Ryan Gosling, who is not human, he's a replicant, yeah. and his relationship with Joy, the um, the AI, right. the companion. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, I love the actress who performs um, who plays that, that character as well right. um, and I would admit the, the first time I saw it you know I went to it with real high expectations I was a, little, a tad bit disappointed I was like I, I was expecting certain things to play out the way they did especially with the villain or villain if, if, quote unquote played by Jared Leto but watching it again and seeing those moments I thought that it worked excellently it's always it's not about giving you the blockbuster sequel that you want to expect it is more grounded into this like really thought-provoking material um this is one the best way i could sum up this movie is guys we worked long and hard on this movie so sit down shut the fuck up and watch my movie and trust me some way some way shape or form they're gonna love this movie and yes i totally did from the writing to the acting to the music to the cinematography nice nearly i'm not gonna say it's a perfect movie by a long shot but to me it doesn't need to be but because it transcended its own sequel isms yeah it just becomes i like i say I, it, this is one of the greatest sci-fi movies i would say for the decade thus yeah, far. I yeah I, I i have no problem saying all that yeah. again because i i suppose i there's too much of a sci-fi nerd yeah i don't understand because it didn't mean as yeah. much as it could have that's and, why it was so, and so most, relatively and most importantly i'll say this closing it it doesn't I wouldn't say this is better than the original film, but it's sure that it more than hell um, complements the first film. Nice. So both are masterpieces yeah. in their own right. And right, both cool are going to be ones that's going to be talked about for years to yeah. come. Nice, man. All right. Well. Right. So, yes, folks. This close, um, This is how we end things off for yeah. this year um, of Bears, Beats, and Bailey. So we're wrapping up season three. Um, this has been... Really a great year, though. Yeah, movies and yeah. Music it does, as, it well. does, as they say, embarrassment. And TV rich, shows. Yeah. yeah, embarrassment are riches in terms of content. That's so much good shit this year. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a shame we didn't get to see all like those movies. Artists and Lady yeah, Bird. and they would have been on all this for sure. More like But yeah. hopefully, come next year, given you know. Yeah, by the time, by the time, Oscars hopefully, around, by the time Oscars, we should see most of the stuff. So yeah. whatever, we'll see. 
All right. So as usual, Ricardo, where can we find you? I'm at R M E D D Y. That is at R Medi on Twitter, and then you could type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook to find me there. All right. As usual, you could find me on Twitter as well. Look for Legally Black MGB, MGB in capital letters. You can also find me on Facebook. Just look for my name, Machibili, along with a Legally Black blog official fan base where you find the link to this podcast here, as well as the others that we've discussed over the past couple of years. Well, three years technically. Um, on the subject of that, feel free to let me know what were your favorite movies of the year or your least favorite movies of the year and also what were your favorite music albums for the year, hip-hop or otherwise. Yeah. Know, comment below and let me know. Yeah. And just a few quick shout-outs before we go. Um, Shout-out to the Trini Critics League. Yes. Um, you know, friends that I've made over this year, though, I'm really glad that there are more film critics down here. Yeah. I'm glad that we are passionate about films. So, you know, shout-out to Wayne S. Rock. Shout-out to Julian Neves. Nice. Shout-out to Summerlee Polony. Shout-out to Timothy Ali as yes. well. Yes, Nice. Um, in terms of the hip-hop scene, shout-out to Mike Wise as yes. well. Your Sunday Lunch yeah, um, series was brilliant as well too. Yeah. Really want to, to see you do bigger and better things as well. Keep up, the, uh, keep yeah. it up. Shout out to to Khalifa Alexis and Emmanuel Alexis, um, HG57 and Jalifa. Uh, great, yes, love you to them. And shout out to Pofres, you're doing some great things, young man. Very very good. And shout out to Wells. Uh, ourselves, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to ourselves, and, yes. and you know, shout out to the fans as well. All these people who have been listening to our stuff, even though we have run across to like about three hours and stuff, especially with that Fast and Furious review. But that was a special. That was a special. But yeah, you know, um, shout out to those who have been checking out our stuff as well. And you know, if you haven't checked out our stuff over the year, over the past couple of years, you know, feel free to check them through. You know, we have been growing and building in terms of this um, series as well. I'm yeah. glad to see that we have actually reached uh, uh, a different level to where we were from before. I you know I'm just really hoping that we do grow and develop both individually and together into you know bigger and better things. Nice man. Um, and of course, finally, you know we have to you know uh, rest in peace. Shout um, rest. I was gonna say shout outs. You know, rest in peace to people like you know um, Prodigy you know, yeah. from Mob Deep. Yeah. You know, just so much people passed away as well. Yeah. Um, George A. Romero yeah. as well. Toby Hooper who yeah. directed um, Poltergeist and um, yeah. what's this other show? Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. Uh, even rest in peace to M- Emma Prevost, yeah. who was one of my primary inspirations for you know getting into film criticism nice. and doing it online, you know through YouTube as well. You know, rest in peace to him. Your your legacy will live on as well. Uh, any rest in pieces? Uh, no, I, I can't remember off the top of my head right yeah, now. Yeah, I know there's a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we did you know acknowledge a lot of them throughout the entirety of the season as well. All right. So yeah, that's pretty much about it um so guys so, thank yeah. you for the support yeah, over really, 2017 yeah really yes hype for next year we have a uncommon someone hopefully the person will come true yes hopefully and as that'll well that'll be starting the, the premiere for the season four yeah and then um, we have a bunch of shit to watch like yes, yes soldado yes. which i'm really hyped for oh my god that yeah. trailer yeah with that gun that, is, that, that, <laughs> that part with yeah that part with the gun is like that's my new that's my new delete this <laughs> All right, cool, man. Yeah. Um, so. Right. So, yes, guys. So, once again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This was Machibili and Ricardo Medina. And we are signing off from another season of Bears Beats and Bailey. So, until the next one, take care. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and all the best to you guys for 2018. Yes. Take care. Until the next one, peace. Peace.